Hello, and welcome back to the Spice Rec. My name's Gabby, and I'm joined today by my hosts, who definitely weren't late, Ren and Delia. I wasn't late. I know I wasn't I'm, late. No, my ass wasn't late. I'm always late. Why are we surprised? Mm-mm. Anyways, so today we're going to be talking about Haunting Adeline by H.G. Carlton, and I know... Y'all aren't ready for this one, okay? Before we jump in, I want to give some disclaimers here. First up, if you don't want to hear spoilers for Haunting Adeline, hit pause and go read it and spend, I don't, I think I got, I must have spent eight hours reading this book. It's it's a long one. Um, Second, this episode will contain explicit content. And since the trigger warnings were listed in the prologue or right before the prologue, I'm going to go ahead and list them out here now. Um, These are the big ones. There are other ones in here, but these are the really big ones. Um, Gunplay, which we've seen before. Somnophilia, which is um having relations when the other person is sleeping Mm, bondage degradation and then here's the big one for me and you know how this is gonna go after you hear me say this consensual non-consent oh no no Which we'll get into the particulars of the way that that was phrased in the trigger warning and the way that it's actually portrayed in the book a little bit later. But I digress. Let's get into the prologue. Adeline, clearly the main female character of this story. Oh, we didn't do the second disclaimer. Yes, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. Pop off, sis. Anyways. Yeah, go on. It's late. The third disclaimer is this is about a stalker. <laughs> That's the third <laughs> disclaimer. So um, Adeline, the main female character, has a Victorian house uh, in Oregon. And uh, sorry, Washington. Wow. Imagine. Anyways, she, this house is her it has been in her family for forever. Her grandmother passed this house down to her and some folks passed away in this house. So Adeline knows this house is haunted and has experienced some versions of haunting in her time in this home. That's a very small piece of the plot, but I wanted to bring it up. Secondly, not only does she have ghosts, looking at her she has a stalker that just sits outside of her house but like in a sexy way um which is bullshit one since day one day one no well okay let me sorry i thought you meant since like page one since page one yeah but this guy showed up just recently since she moved into this house One thing I'm going to mention about this book, and this started in the fucking prologue, is that the author is always talking about how pokey Adeline's nipples are, 
or how they're poking out <laughs> or how you can see them and they're sharp and they're poking out. So I started a nipple count. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and I was very specific about the context of the nipple count. So like talking about someone playing with your nipples or looking at your nipples doesn't count talking about how sharp the nipples are and how you can see them through a piece of clothing counted now i'm gonna tell you guys straight up because it's it's nothing crazy but the nipple count did get up to four Mm -hmm. so if i had a, a nickel for every time they mentioned a sharp nipple pointing out of a piece of clothing i would have four nickels which isn't a lot but it's weird that it happened four times right I don't know. Uh, Yeah, it's a weird observation. In the entire book? Yes, but like when I when I say it's a very specific context, I feel like you almost have had to have read the book and read the quotes that they were mentioning about these nipples to understand. Um oh here here's here we go. Here's a quote that I actually highlighted about the nipples. That's crazy. Look at me looking out for myself. Um can he see me now wearing nothing but a thin tank top? My nipples poking through the material. They're poking all the way through. But anyway, that's a very common the sh- Is it not? I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not. Are your nipples completely poking through the material? Can you well, see your nipples through the shirt? Like the skin? I, anyway, I understand that it's uh, sometimes it's a common phrase. You just, you'd have to, you had to have been there. Uh, she also says, she's or bringing the shorts. It, right. Right. The nipples. Okay, maybe that's That's it. a weird, weird that that's weird. It up. Yeah, you like if he was them. like, I see her nipples. Like, is she looking down and she's like, wonder if he notices my nipples because they're really hard on me. I don't know, girl. She also says, or the shorts I'm wearing that barely cover my ass. How do you know? I don't, anyway, either. okay. Uh, let's let's move on because this is the prologue so this book is split into two povs which you already know i'm annoyed i'm Mm -hmm. sick of it i don't want to hear it uh chapter one and they have titles for each point of view that's not the character's name it's some sort of like moniker for them so chapter one is uh called the manipulator and i was like oh, so they're titling this chapter The Manipulator and they're going to talk about the stalker being a manipulator. No, they're not. The author is trying to make some sort of weird meta joke about how authors, because Adeline is an author, are master manipulators because they write stories that manipulate people into building. It It was the most blatant author trying to put themselves into the book. Oh no. oh no and y'all know you don't like that. anyway so when i when i saw that note for the first time i was like i'm sure this man that she's talking about is a manipulator because he's her stalker but th- at the end of the day it was never about him so i digress uh adeline's mom is a total bitch according <laughs> to adeline okay Uh, adeline's nana died and left her the house so she's a nepo baby uh they mentioned nipples again 
and this is where I started my scoreboard. She was on the phone with her mom. Her mom was like, you really should move out of that house. It's haunted and you shouldn't be there. Like you shouldn't be living there alone. Adeline's like, whatever, fuck you, mom. I have a book signing to go to because I'm fucking famous. She leaves. She goes to the book signing. She feels like someone's watching her at this book signing. (laughs) Over the heads of the people in the crowd, she sees a man. Now, this man isn't just any kind of man, okay? This man has one black colored eye and one bright blue eye like a fucking australian shepherd that looks like it has ptsd from the vietnam war okay and he has a scar down his eye his his blue eye that like you know cuts through his face but he didn't the eye didn't get injured it's just blue medically it doesn't make sense okay like if you if you got cut in the eye your eye wouldn't change colors you would lose your eyeball did they say that that's the reason why his eye is that color yeah or is he like that weird where you have oh oh it's not heterochromia it's insinuated that it's the the scar injury yeah okay yeah that's dumb anyway she sees this man back there and she's like he's kind of hot Okay. Fucking ogre. Anyways. So so she goes after this book signing, she goes out to dinner with her friend named Daya. And Daya is basically like, you haven't gotten a whole lot of action in the past year. I'm going to steal your phone and sext your ex-boyfriend Grayson. Somehow convinces this man to come over um grayson does come over gets to adeline's house they're this close to fucking but someone knocks on the door and scares adeline grayson punches a wall because she's too scared to fuck now so if i ever seen a white man characterized in a book (laughs) it's this one Punches a hole in the wall. Hmm. That's the end of chapter one. Here's the interesting thing about Haunting Adeline, which isn't really all that interesting, to be fair, but it's something different. At the end of every chapter that's Adeline's point of view, there's a diary entry from like the 1940s from Adeline's great-grandmother. Not her grandmother that left her the house, but the grandmother or the, the mom of her grandmother whose name is Gigi. This is her diary. Gigi also has a stalker. Mm. Oh, so it runs in the family. She is horny for her stalker. She's like, there's a man that's watching me outside my window. I'm literally married. But I'm kind of into it. I don't know, you know? So (laughs) that's the end of chapter one. Chapter two... (laughs) Um, generational um, curses are real yeah we still don't know the okay so as of right now the guy that she sees in the bookstore and the stalker are two different people 
into chapter two, they're the same person. The guy from the bookstore is her stalker. But Joe? he doesn't become... Wow. It's a you reference. But it's yeah. you. Hey. Anyway. You. So, yeah. This guy is... What do you know? A hacker? What's oh. with me and getting all these stories about hackers yeah, these days? And he is also like this... I don't know, like a torturer. Like he he owns his own company i guess where he tracks down pedophiles and like sex criminals and people that are trying to sell uh folks into sex trafficking and straight up kills them and releases the people or children that they're holding captive so that's his like backstory and one thing that I forgot to mention at the very beginning is that in the prologue, the author is like, hey, just wanted to let you know that all of these conspiracy theories that I'm talking about, I don't believe they're actually true. I just think they're interesting. And like, I don't actually believe any of this stuff. But the way that they worded it, I was like, you believe this stuff. You're just covering you just your ass. Don't... Right. You just don't want to get killed. But that's OK. Like, I'll allow it. But the author definitely insinuates that like all government politicians are in it. They're they're like this is Pizzagate level shit. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. So this dude, which we don't know his name yet, dude goes to the bookstore and sees Adeline's headshot outside because she's doing her book signing. Immediately obsessed. He's like, I'm gonna force her to be mine walks in sees her and is like i need to stalk her right now right mm. now uh so next up we switch back to adeline from the hole in the wall that grayson punched adeline finds out that there's a safe hidden behind a picture finds her great-grandmother's journals which are the ones that we're reading after each of these chapters while she's doing that, while she's reading through the journals, she hears a noise downstairs. So she goes downstairs to investigate. No one's in the house. But there's a single rose on the counter with no thorns. No thorns? Okay. The man oh, took man. his time. No thorns. He, he took, his, took time. his time or he spent the money. What is Either doing? way, it's creepy. Daya comes over and Adeline goes to make a drink at the bar. There's another rose. Hmm. So he's just sneaking into her house. Dropping shit off and then leaving. And she doesn't know how he's doing it. The doors are locked. The windows are locked. It just shows up out of nowhere. The great grandson of Gigi's stalker. Literally. Daya's like, I'm worried about you. What? He's got the keys from his great granddad. The keys. The, house. <laughs> the, keys. the keys. God. So Daya's like, oh my gosh, I'm worried about you. And Adeline's like, I'm going to be fine. And Daya's like, okay. Oh, have a good night. I guess she's not that worried. I, listen, if this girl dies, Daya's an accessory to murder at this point like she just peaced she, out so quickly she's setting her up she's mm -hmm. the one who leaves her drunk friend at the bar 
literally mm-hmm. she's that bitch mm-hmm. like not a real <laughs> friend is what i'm saying so she's really not a great friend and this happens like more throughout the book um the next chapter adeline is being a typical libra and standing <laughs> on the edge of a cliff behind her house just staring out into the ocean and the contractor there's no working- way but I get it. The I contractor go. that's working on her house comes out to tell her that there's a bouquet of roses on the front porch. She's oh. standing on the cliff, turns around, and the contractor's like, Whoa, do you need me to call someone? And she's like, No, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm not exhibiting any kind of like behavior that you should actually like question. It's not for attention at all. It's Why not. Why are you worried? <laughs> Don't be worried about me. Why are you worried? I'm literally not doing anything. Sounds like you're projecting. Anyway. So she she goes to check um, on the bouquet of roses because she's like, she's finding more roses throughout the house. And so she checks the note on the bouquet of roses and it says, see you soon, my little mouse. Mm Mm-mm now this is what this man continues to call her for the rest of the book no unless you're calling me tutters from bear in the big blue house fuck off or pinky reference from pinky in the brain both of those references are very millennial i want nothing else (laughs) i will accept nothing less Right. Tutters? Come on. Anyways. Uh, Adeline's mom comes over and tells her that her great-grandma died in the house. Or was killed in the house. Excuse me. Oh, what? See, this is the side plot that like Gigi? I don't give a shit about. Yeah. Was it the stalker? Um, Maybe. It was the husband. We'll find out. When he found out about the stalker. Right, correct. And that then in like, obviously what, what was that, like 1940? Yeah, he, he was like, you wore your shoulder out. And so you whore. You whore. Mm-hmm. That's why Listen, that man could help himself. It's a mystery himself. still. But by the way, her great grandma's uh, stalker is called Ronaldo. Oh, not a European. Not a European. Ronaldo. Italiano? I mean, my God. So uh-huh. as we go through the diary, her great grandmother starts to let Ronaldo into the house. And, you know, at first he kind of just stares at her while she like sits in her office. And then they, you know, start fooling around. But that's again the side plot. So like I'm gonna leave that there and then we'll get to that if I need to. Does he just never this- say anything? <laughs> he just stares Who? at her. Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, he just stares at her for like the longest time. Like as we go through the chapters, you like get updates and she's like, I let him in the other day and now our typical day is to just stare at each other. Update. It's day 27. He's still staring. He has not even gone to the bathroom. It's it's kind of strange, but I'm actually kind of hot for it. So... <laughs> I'm still horny. Uh, okay. So this guy, now, uh, you know, we kind of start referring to him as Z. That's the organization that 
it's that he runs that he named after himself which of course is like so selfless um his name starts with z so he named his organization z it saves little girls from trafficking like i mentioned but throughout this book he's talking about being super possessive of adeline and it's it's strange like the math just ain't mathin like the way he talks about adeline and then the way that he also wants to save little girls from sex trafficking like the two things don't mix i was like, gonna he say sounds that. like a sex trafficker yeah himself. he sounds he sounds like a peeping tom which is right like a sex offender and so like why and yet he's trying to yeah it doesn't add up it's it's so weird um so this like this kind of happens quickly to me or like i wanted it to end quickly so i'm going to go through it quickly adeline and dia go to the club and mm-hmm. they run into this guy named arch and his friends and allegedly they're fine um so Adeline's like out with these people. She's talking to Arch. Daya's talking to one of Arch's friends. Her stalker texts her from a like blocked number and says, if he touches you, I'm going to cut off his hands and mail them to you. And she's like, you're fucking weird. I'm still going to fuck. So she brings this guy home. And... She has this sunroom in the back of her house that's like all glass. So she brings Arch back there. Arch fingers her to completion in this sunroom. Oh. And she's like, wait a minute. There's that feeling again. (gasps) Somebody's watching me. Somebody's watching me. I can't believe no one said that (laughs) already. But go on. Give it time. Listen, you got there. Uh, another <laughs> knock comes on the door. And Arch goes to look. Arch has a gun. Apparently, he's a mob guy. Okay. He goes what? to the door to look. I know. I know. He opens okay. the door to go check it out. Adeline kind of stays behind. And then she's like, you know what? I'm being a baby about this. Let me go outside. Arch is gone gone pecan completely missing and so she calls the cops and the cops are like this dude is a criminal why are you messing with him and she's like i didn't know and they're like well you're the reason that he's gone missing so now his entire criminal family is probably gonna come after you so buckle up Hmm. and they're like see you later <laughs> and then she's like well best I of have luck a stalker like can you just can i think it's him and they're like what do you mean you have a stalker she's like i've called the police office multiple times and reported this to you how do you not know the dude pulls up the records nothing exists it's because he's a hacker and he he got the message. He went in and cleared out those police records. Yes, he did. 
what a fucking weirdo so Mm -hmm. this guy who is her stalker z turns out he took arch clearly brought him to his penthouse and freaked it uh (laughs) tortured him and it turns out that arch is like some sort of butthead who like beat his wife and was probably gonna you know hurt adeline but listen he fingered her to completion and was ready to go down on her so i don't see anything wrong with that could he be that bad if he's willing to do the extra work i don't know well my question though is like if if z is gonna keep killing people is it going to be like he's gonna kill everyone he kills is gonna be some like person who quote unquote deserves it we'll get to that okay you have six pages of notes the yeah we're on page two the next day arch's hands in a box on adeline's front doorstep oh no he's doing like the cat thing where they bring like the cat literally and the birds (laughs) look what i did a lizard I don't want this, dude. Like, I, I don't l- want it. I literally didn't ask for this. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. Um, Daya is there when it happens, and she's like, "Oh shit, a pair of hands." You know what? I'm gonna buy you a security camera. That's gonna fix everything. Oh, listen. And by the start, way, I guess I'm gonna become an accessory to this crime. I'm gonna take care of these hands for you takes them and goes to dump them somewhere who is she when i tell you like dia is an enabler Mm, of the worst kind adeline tells her fucking everything and she's like okay that's weird but like okay she's like the author's trying to get like the ultimate girlfriend right like the right. ultimate girl's girl you can literally murder someone and i'm gonna be like okay 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 i've got a solve for this let yeah. me get my bag let me get my bag slay literally <laughs> slay yeah it, it's too <laughs> much y'all don't so, ever show me hands that are just delivered at your house i'm not buying you a ring i'm gonna help you move out of that house because i'm you not can't doing sh- shit i'm calling the police <laughs> yeah like I'm and we're not that. friends anymore yeah. like <laughs> i don't need to know you're in with some shady shit if, if right. body parts are being boxed up and delivered to your doorfront disgusting yeah. so this the the night after Daya um installs this security system z sneaks into adeline's house and she hears him sneak in she sees him in the dark but the two things that she notices are his waist which is crazy and his sharp jaw is a waist girl you're telling what? me you're pointing out this man's slutty little ways in the middle of fucking <laughs> what armed robbery this man has just done a b and e like what are you thinking <laughs> like but i oh my god this guy just wait a second look at that Hold waist on. look at that jaw. Right. 
I'm slightly weird, but I'm like kind of horny. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so stupid. Like I'd be it's scared. Out of my, I would be like so I'd outrageous. <laughs> like right. I'm gonna. My pelvic floor can't handle this. <laughs> it would be terray me. Okay. I bet you any children to have somebody sneak into my home, sexy or not. Sexy or not. So, you know, things continue. She continues to see him out of her window. She confronts him one time. Um, Nothing really happens there. She goes to this book event and comes home to what I wrote as Kanye's version of flowers. There's roses all over her house. Um, she goes to stay at Daya's that night because somehow roses filling up your house is the scariest thing that's happened so far. But Not he's still hands. outside of Daya's house, so she cannot escape this man. Uh, Z in this next chapter essentially is just like making himself a martyr by watching videos of like victims of sex trafficking and child abuse etc because no one else in his organization is willing to watch the videos so like he's gonna take one for the team mm. wow okay. but then goes into you know adeline is mine like i'm gonna make her mine i'm gonna make her see that i love her like force her to see and i'm like miss me with that shit the second a man wants me i'm out (laughs) i can't the whole thing about like she's gonna be mine what right like it's this possessive thing like you have no desire to your horn needs to someone anymore Right. You're you're only horny for women that you have to force to be interested in you. I'm saying red flags. Right. I'm, I'm pulling I, out I, the red flags. Listen, I think there's... So like what was your relationship with your mom? <laughs> yeah. Because That's what I want to know. What's going on, little buddy? You know, like little man. What's happening? I don't know. I think a little bit of of possessiveness is is attractive. Right. Not I'm when logging that's the off. Only I'm way. logging off. I think that's the, that's the only, only thing he way. thinks about her is that she's his property. And he doesn't And he's property. gonna make her fall in love with him. I'm not saying this man is not deranged. I'm just saying there's a there's a time and a place for it, you know? Okay. I've seen this on TikTok. Possessiveness is not attractive protectiveness oh yeah that's yeah fair. there's a difference that between a difference. wanting control and wanting to protect somebody mm-hmm. that's fair things. that's oh uh, yeah i would say and like listen if a man is over... like and being protective is... over someone is being protective because they're important to you and they're your person like you don't want anything bad to happen to them because they're important to you possessiveness is like i don't want any anything to happen to you good or bad unless i will it that's my opinion and in these books sometimes that works out yeah it's it's strange it's so, obviously working for um, adeline right 
Because she's noticing um, jawline and waist for a beanie. So. Yeah. And listen, there are moments in this book where she just absolutely like overthinks things. And I'm like, okay, we're actually starting to get rational, but we have way too much of this book left for you to actually talk yourself out of this. So like this next chapter, she's like, he is a hacker. He's getting into my cameras and cutting himself out of the videos on the camera mm-hmm. so that I can't see when he comes in the house. What if he has access to my phone? What if he has access to my nudes? This is what she's thinking about Her is that nudes. he has access to my nudes. She's freaking out about it. Um, And then the next, literally the next chapter, she's texting him and taunting him and saying like, you should come find me. Uh, like it doesn't, the, the, it's not, it's not computing. He comes inside the house after she taunts him she has a knife you're gonna invite a man into your house and then have a knife anyway yeah she tries to stab him but he grabs the knife and she realizes oh he's hot (gasps) immediately folds he's like run which we've heard before. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you have well. to hide. And if I find you in five minutes, I'm going to fuck you. And if I don't find you, I'll leave. He, he finds, finds her. her. Mm-hmm. And it's time for her to get punished. Oh, no. So he catches her. Bites her. On the Where? torso. Oh. That's just odd. just just on her body, you know, like somewhere on her body. She bites him. They go out into the sunroom. Oh. He pulls out a gun. Oh, here we go. Here it is. This is it. This is the moment. It's been a minute since we've had this this scene, this scenario play out for we've heard this story before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, let's mm-hmm. all this time. Let me take a step back though, because throughout this time, right, she sent him a text. She kind of fucked with him a little bit. She like, you know, was taunting him. He came inside. They did the hide and seek thing. She ran. She's running. She gets caught. Now she's kind of like, this isn't fun anymore. This is just scary. She poked the bear and then didn't like the results. I don't want to be doing this anymore. And listen, as the consent queen, you can withdraw consent at any moment in time. Okay? Period. So, Mm -hmm. in my mind, reading what I'm reading... Adeline has decided that she no longer consents to this. Does Mm -hmm. she voice that concern? No. Oh, no. Is she actively sobbing, crying? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Regardless, this dude takes the gun and shoves it up her coochie. What side? The barrel. What do you mean? Handle the, the barrel. barrel. Clearly. What's that song? 
Barrel of a 49. Remember that song? <laughs> I can't. She, it's, it, the, and like, I'm going to say this. It's very rapey. Okay. Uh oh. It's, uh-oh. it's, it, I yeah. mean, in my mind, it is that. Yeah. But, you know, Adeline is crying and, well, let me phrase it this way. I, I wanted to say she's also horny. She's not horny. She's having a physical reaction to the thing that is happening to her. Which is a thing. It is a thing for even Which is a thing who get sexually assaulted. I mean, your so, body is meant like, to react in a certain way. Right. While I'm reading this, I'm like, is the author trying to pass this off as her being into this? Because to me... If a if a person who is either a already a sexual assault victim or b may become a sexual assault victim in the future, this to me would make me feel so wrong about the reaction that my body would have to that. Like, oh, did I actually want it? Was I actually horny? When that is not the case. So I am going to say this. I feel like this narrative is dangerous mm. to say yeah. that because somebody has a physical reaction to something happening to them that they're horny and they wanted it and so that means that they gave consent it's real i'm gonna get it out of the way that i don't think that this is consent but you know i think the author wanted that to be true Because they mention in later chapters that Adeline's like, you did it without my consent. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. So what's the vibe? Well, then it was rape if he says that later. You know what I mean? The way that they kind of like, they kind of skirt around it. Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, you didn't really get my consent, but like, I was scared and being scared makes me horny. And it's like this strange this strange narrative but i digress while the gun is in her coochie he cocks the hammer bro fully loaded type beat and she's like i'm scared but regardless right up she orgasms no man no no so when that's done he takes the gun out and because no one in this world has any goddamn decency, he sucks the barrel of the gun. I can do without any of that shit happening. Right, right. Like, I'm reading this and I'm like, I am simply, my eyes are simply pulling in the words on this page. I feel nothing. Except for blinding rage. But, you know. So, uh, you know, that that happens. And then he, like, literally just leaves. No aftercare. Oh, no. Well, he's also... Beyond. So, uh, side plot. The crime bosses that work with Arch, who Z killed, are after Adeline now. But, like, who gives a shit? Um, Z in a later chapter watches Adeline get ready for bed and sleep 
from inside her closet. Mm-hmm. So Edward that's vibes. cute. Edward would never. You know what? This is the second time I hear some goddamn Edward just disrespect and I won't have it. That man is a king. I don't think that man so. would have never. That man was born in the 1800s. And you know wanted to court Bella. And you're telling me, and this is a reference to a past episode. I thought about this after the fact. You're telling me that a man who wouldn't have sex with a girl until he was married to her because of his values is watching a girl get undressed in her room inappropriately? No. That's so that's so anti-Edward. I can't. I can't. I cannot accept the slander. It's slander. Like he should sue you right now. And he'd win. I think that you are sensationalizing Edward Cullen, but I digress. What do you mean by that? You're making him to be like this epic gentleman. And he was sneaking in that girl's bedroom. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying that he's an epic gentleman. He was sneaking into her bedroom, but. She was sleeping in her underwear and a t-shirt. Can I say what I need to say? She was under the covers, number one. Number two, she was not undressing in front of him. Like you claim. Yes, you can come into my bedroom and watch me sleep. I was not talking about that. I was talking about when you said that he walked in and he was watching her get undressed. That is not what he did. Well, this dude being in the closet is very Edward vibes. It's fucking weird. But anyways, she can hear him get out of the closet after she goes to bed. She texts him. Right. And taunts him again. This girl, I'm not all about, you know, like, I'm like the first time I was like, you know what? This is, this is on him. Fool me once, you Mm. know? Yeah. Fool me twice. She knows what's going to happen at this point. So she does. And she does it because she knows what's going to happen. So it's like, at this point, we're getting more into that. Like, well, last time I didn't give consent, but this time, like I can give more consent. And I don't know why I'm into him because he took things without my consent, but he's still hot. So, you know, fuck it. I'm a fuck it. We ball, you know? Is she like, okay upstairs like does she have trauma that's not dealt with clearly she's not all right she was standing on the edge of a fucking cliff oh that's right that libra energy got it man yeah so she tells him to fuck off and he's like if you tell me that again i'm gonna punish you and she's like fuck off he's like all right of course you consented it's giving the capybara like, okay, I'll pull up. So he pulls up. She's touching herself. Um, He watches her on a camera. And then after she falls asleep, he comes into the room. While she's asleep, he ties her up and tapes her mouth shut. And then... No. Yep. And then he wakes her up and starts eating her coochie. Okay. 
Here's her punishment that he referenced in the text. He's going to bite her clit. Bite off. it? No. Off. But off? I was worried. <laughs> like, the clit. Okay. If we're going to talk about female anatomy, the Just clit it's is like pretty small. Not if you're so if you're on, biting it, it, it swells. No, it's not. Yeah, that. It's but not like, like that. not that big. I mean, not everyone. Not, like, sure it's everyone. not going to become like the size oh, of no. my pinky. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to become like the size of even my pinky nail. I would argue. No. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> when my pinky In nail looks like things. a worm, but not when it's anyway. If you're biting that thing, it's coming off. <laughs> Yeah, like it's, it's not- coming off. Like, and this is another thing that, you know, as someone who maybe just doesn't understand it, like when people are biting just the tip of your nipple, it's coming off. <laughs> but <laughs> like, hard. is it just me that can't control how hard I yeah, I I mean I don't feel like, like is it me, but like the way that he describes biting it is like you're clearly jaw. like a fucking rat. Like he says, biting or nibbling. Is it biting or bite. nibbling? The word was bite hard to the point where it hurts. If you're biting my clit to the point where it hurts, it came off. Like that's why it hurts because you bit my clit off. Like I don't. Anyway, so. So you struggle with that, with that visualization. I'm struggling with this, okay? And then this also leads me to struggle with visualization. Um, He takes his panties, her panties, his panties. He takes her (laughs) panties off. And first of all, pockets them because they are his panties now. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. pocketing them. He's going to take them home. Put them Um, in his mouth. He, yeah. She's tied, her wrists are tied up over her head. Her legs are free. He takes her legs and pushes them up to her chest, like in happy baby position. Okay. And continues to eat the coochie. When I knew she would fart directly in his face. I I put it in parentheses. I was like, I'm fucking farting, dude. I'm farting. Like, you're going to do the baby bicycle legs to me and then push my (laughs) knees into my chest and expect me not to rip ass. Be I don't so know how. incredibly fucking for real, <laughs> my guy. It's not happening. Like you're you're getting crop dusted. <laughs> crop dusted. Atomic bomb. Like it's atomic just... bomb. You're getting Oppenheimered, bitch. <laughs> Wake up, dude. Wake up. Oh, that's horrible. God. It's a hazard for sure. Okay. So he eats her coochie clearly until completion. <laughs> then, while her knees are still up to her chest, he rips the tape off of her mouth. And listen, as a self proclaimed woman who's like, this has never happened to me, but I would try it. There's two different ways that you can spit into someone's mouth, okay? Uh-huh. One is, like, the kind that we see where it's, like, the quick, like, I'm, like, spittling everywhere, you know? <laughs> like, just a quick little, like, you know, that's Does one he kind. dribble in her mouth? 
the kind of way that this man does it. He collects the saliva in his mouth oh. and just like, like that lets makes it want to get out. That's the kind of spit in my mouth that I would throw up. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's um, listen, get it over spit. with, so I can just like move on with my life. But if you're like hovering it over my face, I'm throwing up before it even passes my yeah, lips. I'm dodging. I'm throwing up. As soon yeah, as I like, see you go to do it, oh I- I'm just like projectile. This is That's like the kind of torture that an older brother would do. Yeah. Like, yeah. this isn't sexy. No, not, no, not at all. So oh, wow. anyway, that's that. Then he just straight up leaves. You know, again, no aftercare. Mm-hmm. Um, He's convinced himself that all of this is okay because Adeline, you know, quote unquote, wants it. Um, He calls her and he's like, you know, you like it. And also I'm terrifying. I know you know I'm scary. Like, talk about so he gets off on her neediness. Oh, yeah. Um, so he goes to the club and threatens the guy who was with Daya when they went to the club. Um, he kidnapped this guy's dad and is like, Don't come for Adeline or I'm gonna kill your fucking dad. Like my father. You're going to bring him into this? Hmm. Mans is literally just a guy. Like, anyway, he, throughout these chapters, he, like, really talks himself up as, like, this hero who, like, saves these girls. And, like, he goes through this scene where he goes into a warehouse and saves all of these little girls from being sex trafficked from these like pedophiles. And it's like, that's great. But like, you're a freak. So, so like narcissist much. Right. Like you're not, you're, you're not balancing out what you are by doing this i mean maybe you are but you know this is all fake book crap anyway so that's fair. you know it's not real uh the next chapter is from adeline's perspective she very clearly states that this relationship is not consensual but she's into it and she tells mm-hmm. dia this and dia's like but did you come and adeline's <laughs> like yeah and dia's like yeah okay then we good Clearly, he's into you. Clearly, this is a good guy. They justify everything that he's done. Like, they have this back and forth conversation where they justify everything. They Like, they make being a stalker okay. It's white people shit. <laughs> is what it is. It's just, like, I wrote, like, this is white people shit. But anyway. um, They get wasted. And Daya is in another room. Adeline is drunk and in bed, wakes up to Z in her room. She takes her pants off while he watches and straddles a pillow while he watches. Okay. 
He's right there. She's freaking it on the pillow. But anyway, so uh, she Mm. says his name and then she like gives him a hard time about like wanting to suck his peenie. And he's like, okay, like if you're going to say that you want to suck my peenie, I'm whipping it out. So he takes it out. Of course, it's huge. In fact, she mentions that it's otherworldly and that it's there's no way it's ever going to fit inside her. Okay, there's absolutely no way. Um, He walks up to her on the bed where she's sitting and like tilts her head back and starts to jerk himself off. She calls him kitty because he calls her little mouse and he slaps her with his penis. <laughs> in the face? In the face. I was like, what? In the he- face. So like, let me take you through this progression of timeline <laughs> events. He slaps her in the face with his fucking dick. Then he's like, say thank you for me slapping you in the face with my dick. And she's like, thanks, fam. And then he comes in her mouth. (laughs) When I tell you no man would ever get away with that amount of disrespect in my house under my roof where I pay the fucking bills. No, I no, that that sequence of events. It's fucking. I can't even imagine unbelievable. That <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. How do you even like rev your dick up enough to hit me in the face as hard as this author says that she gets hit in the face? Like, does it sting? Like. like how do you how do you, are you going like helicopter dick and like picking up momentum before you hit her? I don't get it. He's swinging that tiny like, are you like getting a hula hoop waist going? Oh, oh. that's all you Come got on, that slut because he's like making yeah. a helicopter. He's always helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever he's in the closet, he's doing the helicopter. Hula hoop it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> oh, yikes. That's it. Get into That's it. We found the mystery. We solved the mystery of the tiny wasted man. <laughs> He's just doing hula hoops, the helicopters all the time. We solved the peeny slap mystery. God. So yeah, that's, I need that's anybody, literally I need like anybody who thinks that that's sexy to like comment on our Instagram. Do you think it's? Sexy I feel like it's a, like a degradation thing, but also like. Is there anything else? Is there <laughs> anything, anything else? <laughs> anything else, man. Anything. So, yeah, that's the end of that chapter. Um, Adeline clearly likes it. Um, next chapter, Z or Zade, excuse me, now I can call him by his name, runs into a pedophile and goes to a restaurant where Adeline is working on her novel with this guy because he can't get this guy to like turn around and go to a different restaurant. The guy is really weird and creepy to Adeline, but he knows something about her great grandmother. So she's like, I would like to have a conversation with you. And he's like, why don't you come to a party at my house tonight? And Zade's like, 
we shouldn't do this. I'm busy. And Adeline's like, well, I'm not busy. I need to talk to him about my great grandmother. So now Zade's like, well, shit, now we have to go to this fucking party. They leave. And then they like kind of make out after she tells him off about like, you know, you shouldn't have said you were busy. Like, I need to go find out about my great grandmother. And he's like, okay, we're going to go. She gets ready. Zayd comes to pick her up. She walks out in this dress that he's bought for her. And. Listen. They are literally like from what I understand from reading this scene, they're literally outside in front of his car. And she's like. I don't want to be with you. And he's like, you know what? This is a great time for. I'm going to take my fucking belt off. And I'm going to wrap it around your neck. Outside in front of fucking everybody down the street. Forces her down onto her knees in front of everybody on the street. I'm pretty sure she lives in a pretty secluded area. But like in my mind, I'm thinking she's like in a neighborhood. And the neighbors across the street like... HOA's and, gonna have a problem with this. Yeah. Like, pulls his cock out. And she's like, she says it's, quote, inhumane how big his penis is. And then he forces her to suck it. And she's into it. She's literally, like, crying down her face. And, like, she still thinks that she has dignity. She literally says that she still has her dignity because she wanted to suck his dick. Girl, he fucked your mouth and almost suffocated you with the belt around your neck. You were seeing stars, baby girl. (laughs) You don't have any dignity left. I hate to be the one to break it to you. But you just don't. Okay. So that's done. Clearly he's spilling his massive load down her throat. And she's just like, great. I'll take it. Thanks. Um, They pull up to the party. Anyway. um, she She has not fixed her makeup. So God knows what the fuck she looks like. And... They walk in and in this man's house, there's a movie theater that they find while they're trying to find proof of him being a fucking pedophile. And apparently he has all these movies torrented, which an old man who's a pedophile has torrented movies that are coming out in theaters. This You're telling me this man has Five Nights at Freddy's before release on his laptop in his movie theater in his giant pedophile house? It's not happening. But anyway, the whole book, Adeline's been talking about how she's turned on when she's scared. So Zayd is like, let me put on a horror movie. Puts on an unreleased horror movie. There's nobody else in this theater except for them two. And sits her down on one of the movie theater seats he's sitting in it she sits in his lap he pushes her legs onto either of the arms of the chair which i don't have the hip mobility my guy no 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 (laughs) so 
you can miss me with that. Like you could maybe get my legs on either side of your legs. Maybe. Maybe. But not for And then he, listen, he gets in her ear and he's like, if you were my little girl, I'd whatever. I put in my notes, pause. FBI, we got him. (laughs) My little girl (laughs) fucking knocked the doors down, dude. (laughs) This man is under arrest. He's a criminal. What is going on? He's talking about how he's like her daddy. And if she was his little girl, like he would do all these things. And like. Not my favorite. That would be. He fingers her on this chair while he's saying this stuff. And the. Okay. So the author uses this phrase pretty frequently. She talked. Or they. The author. I think the author is a woman. But. Adeline's pussy weeps, <laughs> weeps for this man. <laughs> That's the phrasing that the author chooses to use. Mm. Like her pussy is weeping. Okay. Not only that, but allegedly Zaid has his fingers in there. And when he wants to like pull his fingers out, he has to fight to get them out of her because her vagina is clamping down so hard on his fingers. Like, this is the Alaskan bullworm. Be fucking for real. <laughs> Those two things don't, they don't make sense. She'd have to have a death grip pussy. A Just, death grip. You know, to be weeping and then also have someone struggling to right. get their fingers in and out. Actively weeping. Right. So that those two things don't go together so and and then additionally before she comes and this is happened i think maybe it happens later in the book or it's already happened he just slaps it slaps her pussy i will never understand that like that's <laughs> never and he gave it a resounding slap then he gave it a resounding. It was a slap Come hurt on. the world. My my mound. Come on. Why? Yeah, like. Come on. I mean, even I'm like so... even to slap it is like an awkward cup. It just feels so. Or like, are we slapping upward? Out of pocket. Like, there's other things we can do. Go. How? What? If in this situation, yeah, the logistics are weird. You'd you'd be doing like this, like kind of upward. Yeah, like it'd be such like it's be so weak. Yeah, like I'd be laughing. Like the fuck? It would be like a left-handed slap. (laughs) You know, like it's your non-dominant hand slap. Yeah, (laughs) just like what's the point about? Yeah, uh, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that happens. Clearly, she, um, you know, orgasms all over the place. Um, all over the place. He, she, 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 like, he literally talks about like there being like liquids on his pants. And thank God he has black slacks on because she like came all over his pants. And I'm like, baby girl, that's pee. 
That's straight up pee. Is she a square? Her pelvic floor fell. It just out. We're in the betrayal right now. Betrayal. (laughs) So anyway, they leave the theater acting like everything's fine. Um, Mark kind of spills some tea for both of them about this like pedophile ring or whatever, like whatever. Um, now that the both the crime bosses and Mark, this creepy dude that Zaid is like, de- like kind of becoming close with because he wants to get into the ring to like be able to save the people that are in the ring. Who cares? I'm like, I'm like so done with this, all these side plots at this point. He's like training Adeline to learn how to fight, even though he's the problem. Um, and he's like, she, she's like, why do I have to do this? Like, you're the one that like got me into this by stalking me. And he says, and I quote, I'm not. That would have happened anyway. No, it wouldn't have. You started stalking her. And then she got involved with all these other things. He's like misplacing the blame onto her. And then she apologizes. No. No. What you're never going to catch me doing is apologizing to a man. Period. Period. Oh, period. Well, okay. (laughs) I'm never saying I'm sorry. I'm not. (laughs) That's such a lie, dude. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I'm not gonna call you out on it, but also, uh, that's such a lie, bro. (laughs) But anyway, um, so next chapter, he's sitting on her balcony outside her bedroom and being weird, clearly, because that's who he is. And she invites him in to talk, and he is Sag. Oh no, um, because a little girl like. they got away with her something happened so she gets behind him and it's a really strange quote she's like i got behind him and i did all that i know how to do i became a koala and i wrapped my arms and my legs around his back and she gives him a back massage and why do you care but i digress then they cuddle and she's like trying to sympathize with him because he tells her all of this stuff about what he does. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to kiss him to make him feel better, but I'm not going to have sex with him because I don't want to have sex with him when he's sad. So that happens. Okay. Um... And then literally like the, like it's not the next day. It's, excuse me. This book has so many time jumps. It's crazy. Like from the time that she cuddles him, started the next chapter. It's like three weeks later. What happened in the three weeks? But whatever. Daya and Adeline are going to go to a haunted house. Clearly Adeline gets turned on from all the jump scares at the haunted house. Because that's a thing that happens. Um, Zade finds out that mark the creepy guy and the rest of his like underground friends want to kidnap adeline and he's pissed off about it they're at the haunted house um so adeline leaves dia behind because dia's scared and goes into a mirror maze alone 30 minutes before closing 
when I tell you if I'm the haunted house employee standing in front of the fucking mirror maze, I'm like, we're closed. <laughs> we're closed. <laughs> you can't go in there. So I don't sorry. know if you've 30 seen... minutes before close, we're closed. I don't know if you've seen the videos of like kids like who are like trying to run through the mirror maze and like oh my god. That's I can all imagine I can think she's about it. scared. Just, like, no, she's like, running into the, yeah. the mirror. God. So Zade is there trying to like catch Mark and them. He goes off to the side. I'm going to skip through this. He goes off to the side and he like kills Mark and all of his friends and gets away with it. That's like a total side plot that I don't give a shit about. Zade follows her into the maze. And is this is the time where he's also like run because if I catch you, I'm fucking you again. So clearly he catches her. He likes that sort of thing. Because, you know, what is what is this? She says no. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, um, she's like, he's a good guy. But he's also a murderer. Like, pick one. You cannot be both. He l- quite literally cannot be both. Um, They're about to fuck. But she's thinking, I want to be a victim. I want to be his victim. Girl, nobody thinks that. Nobody thinks that. And if you're thinking that and you're writing that, it's because you're fucking privileged. I'm going to say it. Yeah. You're privileged to have never felt that way. Yeah. To say shit like that. But anyway, um, this man continues to talk about how he wants to worship her pussy. But listen, they worship each other so much. I feel like maybe they should try praising Jesus. <laughs> they need another focus. I'll say that much. Right. They're maybe too in right. Like your attention needs to be on something else. Yeah. And you if you're start- so intent on worshiping something like God is here for you. Find God. please. Yeah. He is everywhere. Um, she starts sucking his peony, which really means that she's choking on it. But before he comes, he picks her up by the hair onto her feet and off her feet. She's dangling. I heard. I wrote wrote next to this, like, you're dead. You're (laughs) fucking dead if you do that to me, dude. You're dead. Yeah. You're dead. The- that would hurt so bad. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I wrote, "Ew." He makes her spread it. Embarrassed immediately. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the embarrassment. context. <laughs> He pushes, he's holding her up against the mirror. So her back's to the mirror and she's facing him and he's holding her up and he's like, spread your pussy. He wants her to spread her pussy lips immediately dying no. of embarrassment. No, I'm not <laughs> I'm doing not. it. Like, I'm not doing if it. you're interested in anything in that way, I'm going to leave that to you. I'm gonna leave it Spread to you. Spread it yourself, dude. Like, I'm not yeah, a Subway like... employee. I don't know how to mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're that I into... I don't have gloves on. I'm not allowed to touch the salami. That's one of the so worst things. <laughs> of course. 
Of course she does it. Of course. Come on. While she's holding it open, he slams in it. He slams his penis into her vagina and she's still holding the pussy lips Wait, open. is she holding it like is she spreading it's, it with two hands? It's the lips. I think it's the lips. Well, yeah, but is it like is she like two-handing it or is it She's like... got two hands. Two hands. <laughs> she's in mm. she's in violent pain, by the way. She's describing that she's in pain. So they they finish up with that. And then he's like he takes her off of the mirror, tells her to get on all fours, then picks her legs up like they're in a wheelbarrow competition no. and starts eating her coochie. Is she like on her hands or her elbows? On her hands. Okay, so she's planking while this dude is like... I don't know. All I know is what that I heck? know Daya sitting on the bench outside the mirror <gasps> maze hearing them right oh, now. No. And she's like, thank God I'm not in there. <laughs> like, I know she's sitting I'd outside. I'd have left. What the If I was fuck? her. Also... I'd- Where's her period? Like, how are they fucking all the time? And her period has not come up once in conversation. That's one of those weeks that they skipped over. That they just no. Went. This Three is weeks one. Later. This is one thing that okay. we have to be thankful for is that this author didn't include period sex. Because imagine he would still be eat- wheelbarrowing, take the tampon out, out and with his teeth. Right, like just tampon. Oh my god! Ah. The tampon out with his teeth, (laughs) ripping it up, dude, like a dog. I'm glad. Maybe she was just on birth control without any of the. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. So this entire thing lasts for two hours somehow because she checks her phone after she leaves the mirror maze, and she's been in there for two fucking hours. She's exhausted. All the mirrors are fogged up fogged up every last one of them so you know anyway uh zade tortures mark goes to the club and signs up for the initiation adeline is like he's a murderer i'm gonna end it with him sees him immediately folds and gets hella wet Runs out into the rain while he's outside and into what the of trees. What a different kind. Yeah, I guess. And then he tells her that he's protecting her. And she's like, oh, <laughs> okay. And just gives it to him. <laughs> so she's like, she taunts him again and is like, I can make myself come harder than you can. And he's like, oh. bet. Show me right now. <laughs> she gets butt naked in the rain. In the forest, butt ass naked. In, in October? October, I'm <laughs> in Washington. I call embarrassed. Bullshit. I call. Something I'm sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Naked outside, the birds and the bees seeing my everything. No, touching myself. No, no. Okay, Listen, and then it's she October talks about- right now. I'm in Washington. No. It's freezing. It's freezing. There's no way. 
There was eggs on my windshield this morning. She's on the water too. So it's even colder. So it's even colder. So, you know, anyway, she's touching herself. (laughs) The water hitting her coochie. No, wait. Let me that, tell you a little. That alone has her rolling. Let me the tell you the rain. A... Which go ahead. There's. So Let me tell you a little fact here. about water in cold air. It's <laughs> called hypothermia. And if you're butt naked, it never. It is never pouring rain in Washington either. From she what is, I've at best experienced, getting a mist. At best, getting sprinkled on. At, at best, a water droplet from the rain is hitting your coochie every five minutes. She's lettuce like in the grocery the store at best. Right, right. Her leaves, her not petals no. are just getting a mist. Okay. It's a, hum- so it's after- a humid. It's humid. <laughs> right. After she comes, okay... <laughs> she's first of all in her mind she's like that was nowhere near the way that he's made me feel and then he fucking slaps her pussy again again that's so disrespectful so then he picks her up and starts carrying her back to her house at some point soon if i don't don't get uh coochie slap i need to know what's in my lifetime i'm actually all set (laughs) Here's the thing. So, if somebody, if somebody, I don't think somebody could slap my pussy and me not hysterically laugh. Oh my god! I, I there's no way at the awkward. Hands, your partner like, is slapping your pussy and y'all aren't having a knee slapper laugh after that. There's <laughs> no way. There's, there's no. no I don't no want way. it. If we're not hysterically laughing afterwards, I don't want it. We're not meant to be together. We're like not. you liked that? You uh-uh. I want him, I no. want him to slap it and then ask me if I like it. Because right. I will literally pee my pants or my my lack of serious. <laughs> like I could my There's so many things pants. people think are sexy that I bed, just dude. think are hilarious. Like don't ask yeah. me that in a sexy way because I'm literally yes. laughing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So anyway, um, he carries her home, but before they get to her house, he's like, I can't handle this anymore. Throws her up against a tree and just like fucks the ever loving soul out of this woman. She's like, I think my body's making an imprint in the tree bark because he's fucking me so hard. He, they both clearly get to completion very quickly and then they go in her car they don't even go in her house he's such a large man that she's like i don't know how we're gonna make this happen in the back seat of my car um they kind of make out and then he bends her over the middle console in between the front two seats takes the seat belt buckles wraps them around her and buckles them each into the other side of the car seats and just starts fucking her shit up dude like eating everything everything like he's he's getting all up in there okay if i'm god damn it why do you say shit like that anyways (laughs) 
<laughs> if I'm a passenger in this woman's car ever, I'm fucking smelling pussy for the rest of my life. You know she doesn't give like, her her car detailed. Not like yeah, she there's gives no her pussy fucking details, way, but dude. there's, there's no that way. Like spit shine. There's no way. Spit shine. Quite literally. <laughs> wow. Uh so oh, no. Then they start fucking and start start they they so, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry they start they start fucking again in a different <laughs> position this time and he's like adeline the next time i fuck you you're gonna be in love with me and she's like no that's not how i feel about you at all and he's like bet he's <sighs> she's sitting on his lap and he's fucking her in the back seat of the car and he's like let me feel you fall in love Oh, and no. here's the thing she does oh <laughs> wow. of course she does of course she does because it really and is then that oh yeah we've talked about this we did i'm not fucking thinking about falling in love no with a has. penis inside me that's no large way. enough to be painful fuck mm-hmm. you <laughs> and not in the good way anyways <laughs> And this is something that the author says a lot. Zayd, when he comes, he's roaring. Why are men roaring when they ejaculate? Are they in pain? Like, never. It's rare that someone vocalizes a lot. Yeah. Much less, like... Mufasa roar B. Oh my god. Oh. Like, what does that sound like? What is the author thinking when they write that? What does that sound like to them? I don't want him like being loud. A lion's roar is a prolonged sound at a high volume. If you're doing that when you come inside me, I'm cutting your penis off, dude. That's fucking weird. You're Is fucking it, weird. My my question would be like, are you okay? Did you just Whoa. pass a kidney stone? Are you good? <laughs> are you good? <laughs> Did I hurt you? Like, <laughs> I know that's not because the pussy's good. I know it's not. I know it's because like it felt like there were teeth down there. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> That? What year is it? God, it's like you ain't got no teeth. Fuck, I hate this shit, dude. Anyway, okay, let me finish this up because I'm so fucking <laughs> mad about this roaring thing. So, listen, we're almost done with this book, okay? Apparently, this night, they be all night. He, okay, so they growl each, at each other a lot. Like, they use the, the author uses the word growl also. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear that, I hear that TikTok audio that's like, why is it in a cage? Because it growled at me. I've never heard yeah. that one. You guys haven't heard that one? It's a SpongeBob quote. Um, I did it again. You, yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob <laughs> reference. You live your life in SpongeBob references. So... Uh, anyway, now, okay, so, so they're talking about 
um, saving the innocence and saving children the next morning. Right. And she's like, um, how are you going to go out and save innocent children after you've been in like every one of my holes last night? And Zade's like, well, I haven't been in her ass yet, but I will be like you. What? We're talking about <laughs> saving children. And you're talking about sodomy. Uh-uh. That's not. That's, that's not that it. Ain't right. That's that ain't right. That ain't right. That's in fact it's wrong. But anyway, Adeline says that she's learning to be okay with him being a fucking murderer and a creep. Daya is allegedly okay with it too because she shows up and she's like, "Um, are we gonna like save some people's lives?" Apparently, Daya works for Zade's company, but she never knew that he was the owner until now. Oh, so that's a thing that happens. Zaid goes to this guy's house to be like inducted into this club. Adeline finds out who her great grandmother's murderer is, which if you remember that happened, that's been happening this whole time. Her great grandmother's murderer was her husband's best friend who was also in love with her. And was mad at her for sleeping with Ronaldo. Oh. I know. It's the most random shit. It wasn't but the anyway. Husband. It was the husband's best friend. The husband's best friend who was in love with her. She finds that out. And in the same chapter, she freaks it. She freaks <laughs> it, bro. <laughs> As one does when they find um, out. information. Zade saves the little girl that was in the house of the person that he was going to be initiated to. He thinks about adopting her because she's like, are you my daddy? And in his mind, he's like, what if I was? Oh, let this little girl find her parents, please. God, you're not the one. Uh yeah, you you're not the one. You're not the one. But he's like, um, if I'm her daddy, then that means that Adeline has to be her mommy because she's mine, and I'm gonna like make her mom. It is he's still on that shit. So after this, he sneaks into <gasps> Adeline's bed. She wakes up. He pulls her panties to the side. And she's freaking it. She's riding it. She's riding his dick, okay? I'm thinking while I'm reading this, if my panties are pulled to the side and I'm on top, sensory overload. It's not happening. I'm overstimulated. My panties are rubbing up against the side of my leg and chafing me. There's no way. There's Uh no way that that's comfortable. I've never heard of, like, pulling panties to the side and continuing anything and that being comfortable i just can't live in that world no she wears like lacy panties too so you got that itchy lacy material miss me absolutely miss me and Mm. you have a giant penis that's the part that doesn't work in that scenario well okay you've got a ginormous one I disagree. I think I think pulling it to the side and and doing that would be fine. It's... I also have like mental illness, so 
I get sensory overload. Like take it off in the She's food in court. Bed. Just take them off. Rip them off. Just anyway. take them off. Rip them so, off. Like okay, why are we being sneaky like that? Like you can take them off. Right. You're in bed. Yeah, right. We're not strangers. No. So surprise, surprise. This is like the second to last chapter. Zade tells Adeline to run. Oh, they're both butt ass naked in this house and she runs and he's chasing her around the house with his fucking cock out I'm killing oh my god what else is he supposed to do <laughs> what else is this man supposed to do with his penis oh my god just thinking about a penis like bouncing up and down <laughs> so funny yeah imagine if they do that thing where he's got her like and they're going back and forth I digress. <laughs> he jukes her and then he spins around. Yeah. His dick just slapping his thighs. I should probably stop. Go on. The dick and the balls are hitting his stomach. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, that's so embarrassing, dude. And like, you could probably hear it just slapping. Oh god. Okay, so that happens. They fuck. It's nothing special. So surprisingly, this is what That's kills me about these smutty books. The is like you're gonna thing. write the last smut scene and it's nothing special. Yeah, especially after the run. Come right. On. Yeah. Come on. The next morning, they wake up and Zade is like, "Let me tell you about this little girl that I found. I think we should adopt her." Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, Just dude. Now um and then the last two chapters are about the side plot he goes to the house of the like society where they're pedophiles he saves another child from being killed by them and um it's but it's like a um it's like a trap so he saves the kid but then the very end of the book is him and his partner that he was working with seeing the person who essentially like betrayed them and they're like it's you and then the book's done so um you don't find out who it is until the second book hunting adeline which you could not pay me to read wow oh so So that's haunting adeline how many pepper like it's hard it's hard because it's like it's one of those books where it's like i don't even want to call it spicy because it's just rapey and weird but um i think in turn well i'm gonna give it four i'm gonna give it four out of five peppers Mm. um because there's a lot of different things that happen in it but not because it was something that i was like "Ooh, this is spicy like i'm interested in this this is something that like I think is hot, you know. Um, it's mm-hmm. really just the dark romance, you know. Um, supposed to be smutty to some people, type of situation. Uh, would I recommend this? Absolutely not. It's five hundred and fifty-one pages of absolute bullshit. Um, <laughs> all right. What a review. Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. Falling in love with a stalker uh gunplay non-consensual like when i say can when when the beginning of the book said a trigger warning was consensual non-consent they lied 
it's non-consensual for like the first three quarters of the book probably so if you're gonna read this book and you know you want to avoid those topics then don't read this book because it's not for you um i don't know like i we've read a couple of dark romances and i just i it's never believable to me like are you fucking stupid like how stupid do you have to be to be this person that like falls in love with someone who's quite literally stalking you um, yeah it's a lot it's not something that so, should be, it's not like it could never happen or like it's never happened before but it's not healthy or I don't something know that, that we should, should be, be romanticizing it yeah like we're we're glorifying this romantic relationship like you can't even call this dark romance like this is just a fucked up book it's not a romance novel in my opinion like it's the story of a girl who's fucked up and fucks a guy who's stalking her not really any romance also fucked up oh 100 percent. and by the way they try to write off this guy the entire time as like i'm a good guy because i save kids and nothing bad happened to my parents my parents raised me just fine i had a great life growing up i was like upper middle class and it's like so you have no explanation at least give me something at least tell me somebody hurt you give me some hardship in your life right like so you're just white. You're just a terrible person. <laughs> with no tragic. I feel backstory. like I covered the terrible person with the white, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's I wild. love you, whiteies. You are myself included. <laughs> I yeah, love like, whiteies. That's so crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and listen, listeners, I want to apologize for the long episode, but when you have this much shit that you have to swim through to get to the fucking point, I, there's so much that I skipped, I didn't go through my quotes that I highlighted, I didn't go through, like, the three side plots, I, like, there are so many notes in my notebook of, like, I don't care, I don't care. Like uh, I'm reading this great grandmother's diary. I don't care. Yeah. But I don't understand what this has to do with anything. Yeah. I see a lot of people that talk about this like on TikTok and some people I think reference like the gun scene in some of their comments. They're like, oh, the scene on this page. And I was reading it on Kindle. So it's like really hard to tell which page I'm on. But I'm like, based on where it was in the book, I'm pretty sure they're referring to that. And it's like, we're into this now? How far have we fallen? I don't know. God not is not it. smiling on us, my friends. So <laughs> if you think about picking this one up, maybe like go f- grab a Bible instead. Maybe I don't go know. to your therapist if you read it's this. It's just as fucking it. long. Yeah. <laughs> wild so and there's as many dramatic libras in the bible as there are in this book so that's yeah i've heard i've heard bad things about it so i would have yeah i would have just been like i'm not gonna finish this when i start it for the podcast there's no way i'm not finishing it because i'm not wasting my time yeah 
True. If I get past like 25% in a book, it's a waste of time for me to stop reading it. Is it just this author that we maybe? So, I think so. I think for us, it's the genre. Like all of us kind of struggle with that dark romance kind of yeah, situation. You know, like none of us really are like, woo, this is just my type. Well, thanks for reading that. Well, struggling through. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. I know, like I said, this is a long one. So my apologies. Um, whoever's listening Still to listening. this. Still listening. But yeah uh keep an eye out for probably just as awfully long and bad of an episode next week because we're reading another book by this author oh that so well, yourselves bitches oh damn well with that i feel like there's not a whole lot to follow that up with no we just gotta go. we'll see you next week bye bye bye